It's the weekend. Lots to cover on the show. Nebraska's in the headlines. My week eight games. Top ten NBA and MLB news, as well as college football announces their pick, and more to come. Welcome to the Draining Jimmy's podcast. <laughs> having a good Friday. Welcome to the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Like I stated, lots to cover on the show today as always. So let's kick it off with some NCAA football. Well, Nebraska made the news. As you know, their game was recently canceled. It was originally supposed to be played against Wisconsin. Well, that didn't happen due to the outbreak of coronavirus on the team. As you know, the head coach and quarterback were the most recent uh, so they're in protocol, but they the what Nebraska is doing, and that's why they're making the news, is they're trying to get a game going. Now, they're trying to get University of Tennessee at Chattanooga to be their opponent. Uh, things were starting to look very, very well that they were going to have a game for Saturday, but unfortunately, the Big Ten put a shutdown to this. Uh, Nebraska is upset, but let's be honest, Nebraska hasn't been really been playing ball. They were trying to get this game going before the Big Ten shut them down. I think even before they even tried to tell the Big Ten that they wanted football. So it sucks for Nebraska, but at the same time, too, they should be following the rules in regards to basketball. Or not, sorry, in regards to basketball. football in regards to the Big Ten. Uh, If they had gone through the proper channels, I'm sure they would have, Uh, but unfortunately they didn't and they're they're lost without a game. And it it hurts their, it doesn't hurt their chances, but they need to be uh, playing ball. And you know what, Nebraska was trying to do things at the beginning of the season. As you know, Big Ten and the Pac-12 were the two teams that postponed their seasons. Uh, due to the outbreak because they wanted to have preventative measures. Uh, but Nebraska was trying to look at going at other conferences, and it was not looking good. They were trying to see if they can play against the ACC and other conferences so they can get their season started because they weren't being affected at all. But we get it. It's Nebraska hasn't had that many cases. They're limited. But you know what? Nebraska's got to follow the rules. And you know what? They kind of received punishment early at the beginning of their season because, you know what, they, they played Ohio State the first week. I think the Big Ten said, hey, you either play ball or you say goodbye. And their first game was against Ohio State with a 52-17 to loss. Oh, well. They're, they have to play by the rules, and they're trying to go over the head of the Big Ten, which is, you know, a no-no. They have to follow the rules of the conference. They're part of it. They just can't step out of those bounds, and you know what? They got their punishment, and we'll see what we'll see what happens for Nebraska next. Like Not like a punishment from the conference, but you never know. For all we know, their next loss, they get blown out. But as you see, uh, Nebraska, not the first time in the headlines in regards to what is going on. Uh, with not sorry, with not not cooperating with the conference, uh, like I stated, we saw that earlier in the season. But hey, it's uh, it's not looking good for Nebraska. But shout out to the Big Ten for denying it so quickly. 
but it would have taken a lot of preparation to get that game going because we're talking what you get the game book today go over practice a, a little bit on what they're expecting from Tennessee and then Tennessee comes in and you have the game oh, well. but FYI Tennessee is an out-of-conference team they're not in the Big Ten so I'd just like to remind people of that so let's kick it off to NFL uh, as you know, every Saturday I announce my picks of who's going to be playing, or my picks of winners for the game. As you know, I have my games always announced on Friday. So week eight's games that I'm liking for the weekend, Colts versus Lions, Chiefs versus Jets, Titans versus Bengals, Rams versus Dolphins, Seahawks versus the 49ers. Why am I liking this? Well, the Colts are coming off of a bye. They're well-rested, hopefully fully stocked. The Lions coming off a nice win against the Falcons last weekend. So it's going to be a good matchup. Lions and Colts always do play each other well. This game kind of makes me a little bit sad because the Colts are in Detroit. I would go to Detroit to watch a game. And, well, due to... Due to the pandemic, I am unable to attend this game, but, you know, it does hurt a little bit. But I will be watching Sunday at home from my bed, enjoying the game. But this, I'm looking forward to this game as well. Uh, Chiefs and Jets. Well, it's the Jets, and it's the Chiefs, best team in football. Like I stated, I'm picking my winner tomorrow, but it's Le'Veon Bell versus his old team, Adam Gase. We'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, Sam Darnold does. We'll see what Patrick Mahomes does. We'll see what Le'Veon Bell does against his old team, but it's a, it's a revenge game for Le'Veon Bell. Titans and Bengals. Titans coming off their first loss last week. Bengals had a loss last week against Cleveland. So one of those teams is going to be looking for a bounce back. Can the Bengals contain Derrick Henry? Can the Titans uh, shut down Joe Burrow? Yes, he hasn't had a well, he's had a spectacular rookie season, but the Bengals themselves haven't been spectacular. Kind of been sellers, as you know. Andrew Dunlop was just sorry. Uh, Dunlop was just traded from the Bengals to the Seahawks, so they're in the they're in the I'm selling phase of the team. But we'll see what happens. You never know. The Bengals could be a sleeper, and they take down the Chiefs. Rams and Dolphins is my next game. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is starting. First start, as you know, he played against the win against the Jets for a little bit. They made the change over to quarterback from Fitzpatrick to Tua. So we'll see what's going on. How is Tua going to do? It's a scary start for him. He's playing a Rams defense, which is very very strong especially up the middle and your first start is against Aaron Donald we'll see what happens we'll see what they can do you know he's, he's got the legs he can move around he can scramble he can throw the ball he's also a southpaw too so we'll see what this guy can do in his debut in the Rams we know who they are strong defense Jared Goff leading that offense let's see what goes on here uh, next game my final game that I picked Seahawks and 49ers divisional matchup 49ers coming off a big win, Jimmy G and the 49ers dismantling the Patriots. Seahawks coming off of a heartbreak of a win of a loss against the Arizona Cardinals, allowing the Cardinals to come back and win, especially in overtime. Uh, it, it's going to be an interesting game, but 
I'll, I'll announce my the reason why of those picks uh, starting tomorrow. Uh, but Seahawks, 49ers. So once again, my five total games, Colts versus Lions, Chiefs versus Jets, Titans versus Bengals, Rams versus Dolphins, Seahawks versus 49ers. Also on Saturdays, I announce my top 10. I will announce what my top 10 ranking is at the end of the show. So let's move it on to some NBA. Mike D'Antoni is joining the Nets staff with already an Amari Stoudemire on there. So it's going to be interesting. You know, Nash has his former head coach, has a former teammate. Nash is starting to build up his staff, trying to get there. Uh, we'll see how it goes with this season. I had some earlier, you know, worries with in regards to Kevin Durant and with regards to Kyrie Irving, just to see how those characters are going to be together and how Nash is going to try and control them. But when you have a guy like Stoudemire who had a wonderful career, he was one of my favorite players, especially when he was playing on Phoenix. I was upset when he went to the Knicks. Um, he should be able to work with guys like Kyrie Irving, with Kevin Durant, so and other players on the team as well to help them develop. So it will be an interesting uh, staff for this team to watch. But with the additions of D'Antoni, who knows how uh, Nash works, and Nash knows how he works, it's going to be a good staff. And I'm liking Stoudemire as the players' development coach. Uh, NBA announced also that teams all 30 teams can start practicing uh, with 10 players so scrimmages can start going on so I think they're trying to get free agency or not free agency uh, preseason slowly starting uh, players like I stated last week were in favor of the January 18th start NBA wants to start on the December 22nd so there's at least a couple at least a month off in regards to it so I know the NBA wants the Christmas games the players want the extra time to rest, uh, but we're looking at uh, that. Uh, but it's, it's good that the league is allowing practices with to 10 players, so they're allowed to start doing their scrimmages. So that's good. They can start getting back into shape. Uh, I know the Raptors, hey, they, they finished in September, but they can start getting ready, get, get start getting ready into game mentality. We know... Uh, Pascal Siakam is uh, <laughs> probably out of shape, just like the rest of the team. So hopefully they're they're getting game ready and ready to go for the new season. Speaking of the Raptors, Raptors made a statement about Terrence Davis. As you know, he was arrested earlier this week in regards to uh, allegations of assault and criminal mischief. Uh, not much news has updated in regards to that, but the Raptors did make a statement that they are going to be cooperating with the league. They will be involved in the investigation, so look for that uh, in the next coming weeks in regards to Terrence Davis. I know he has a court date on December the 11th, so we might find out some more information from now until then, but uh, just, I'll try to keep you up to date in regards to that. Raptors are one of my favorite teams, so I will do updates on that information as well as who they may be drafting free agency but just like to remind that there is a scenario with uh, Terrence Davis could his career be in jeopardy uh, we won't know until what everything has been decided and what's going to be happening we probably won't find out until at least December so uh, keep your ears open uh, as I release more information in regards to that 
Let's move it on to the MLB side. A.J. Hinch, uh, as you know, the former manager of the Houston Astros, fired and suspended, as you all know, because of the uh, Houston Astros cheating during the 2017 season, which resulted them in winning the World Series against the L.A. Dodgers. He has a new home. He was hired because his suspension is now over. He is now going to be the new manager of the Detroit Tigers. And it was not just on a one-year deal. It was on a multi-year deal. So it's going to be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see what he does with this team. We'll see what the media is going to be doing. We'll see what the fans are going to be doing. I haven't seen much reaction in regards to it. But some people thought he was never going to work again. Guess what? He's only been a year out of baseball. But he's he's got work. He's He's there. So, just be re remember, hey, some we think one thing, but another. Uh, but hopefully, he has a good career in regards to with in regards to being with the Detroit Tigers. It's he's got a lot to build up with that team. The team wasn't that good this season. Well, a few teams weren't good this season, including my Red Sox. And speaking of my Red Sox, uh, they're speaking with their former manager, uh, Alex Cora. Uh, and talks to being their manager again. Now, this was rumored to happen. Uh, last year, there were rumors were that he, they were just going to let him go, terminate him, and bring him back. So this isn't really news. It's more confirmation that it's actually going through. I, I'm not upset with this. And I'm not really upset with A.J. Hinch getting hired either, especially when you looked at the reports, how Hitch, Cora... As much as they were involved and stopped it, and, you know, Cora was linked as the mastermind behind this, we all know that the players instigated this. And once Manfred gave the players immunity from these charges, you only have one place to go, and you're going to go after the GM, you're going to go after the managers, you're going to go after the bench coaches. That's who you're targeting. And Hinch, Cora were there. Yes, they still could have done something to not allow it, but let's remember... There were players involved, and but those players got immunity, and we all remember that. So I would like Cora back with the Red Sox. He worked well with the young players. You saw the maturity there with him, with Mookie when he was on the team, with Devers, with uh, Xander Bogarts. There, there is that relation there. And plus there's other young guys on the team as well, so we can see how this team grows. Now the Red Sox do have a lot of work. I still like Cora as the manager just because he's a player manager. He was once there. He was a player for the Red Sox and won us won with us a World Series or two. But I'm, I'm liking his relationship and his uh, co cooperation with the organization and his communication with the players. So I, I would I would not be mad if Cora was resigned as the Red Sox manager. Like the Red Sox did their due diligence in terminating him. Going forward, he's learned his lesson. So I, I would like the signing of Alex Cora. Uh, Mets were sold to new owner Steve Cohen. He is an investor. Uh, bought the team for over $2 billion. So look to see what he'll be doing with the new team as well. Uh, updates. I would like this to happen. I don't think it will happen. The Cubs did not pick up the final option of... Uh, J uh, John Lester's contract it was due $25 million. Uh, 
he there are reports that he would be resigning back with the Cubs at a lower cost. But hey, as a Red Sox fan, I would love to see him come back. It would be great. Uh, it would be wonderful to have him come back. But it's it, it's more of a dream than it is a reality. But you know, Lester had great years with the Red Sox, two World Series. He was a phenomenal pitcher. I missed him when he chose to resign, chose to sign with the Cubs. I was hoping for him to come back, be with Poppy one more time, but. You know, it's it's a business, and you know him saying that he was opted out. Well, we'll see how it goes, but you know what? I don't think a Red Sox reunion. I know that he would love to come back to the Sox, so we'll see how it goes. We, you never know. You never know what ha- could happen in baseball. So back to NCAA. I did finish with baseball. Uh, the NCAA announced their, or sorry, the BCS announced their bowl schedule. Uh, finals will be kicking off on January 11th and then you have your semifinals the Rose Bowl the Sugar Bowl kicking off on January 1st uh, one thing they announced is that uh, basically all FBS uh, teams are eligible to play in the bowl games some bowl games were canceled due to the pandemic but you are looking at teams like the, uh, the Cotton Bowl the Orange Bowl those games will be resuming on December 30th I believe is the Orange Bowl, and we're looking at January 2nd in regards to the Cotton Bowl, or did I get those mixed up? I'm very sorry if I got those mixed up. Let me just pull up the information here just to confirm, just because I was looking at it before. All right, so Cotton Bowl, my apologies, December 30th. Peach, uh, Citrus happening January 1st, as long as with the, along with the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Fiesta Bowl and Orange Bowl happening on January 2nd. And then January the 11th, the National Championship. So remember, top four make it on to the playoffs. So it will be interesting to see what happens. Uh, right now it's looking like Clemson and Bama is the 1-2. Uh, well, Clemson just lost their starting quarterback for the weekend and probably the game after that just because of he was t- tested for or he tested positive for Corona. But if I were to look at the top 25 as of right now, how am I going to look at it? So we got Clemson 1, Alabama 2, Ohio State 3, and Notre Dame 4. Now, Ohio State's only played one game, so we'll see how that changes. Uh, but Notre Dame is 5-0. and Maybe they sneak into the top four, and let's see what Georgia does. Do they rebound and get back? So Pac-12 is starting at the end of or mid-November. So Oregon's got to play. USC's there. Uh, we still have to see what Arizona, Washington, and all of them do. But no, it's I don't think any team from the Pac-12 will be making the playoffs. They'll probably make a bowl game, but no team from the playoffs. But you never know. Things could change, but it's not looking good for a Pac-12 uh, appearance in the national title game they're only playing seven games so unless they go seven and oh in their conference they may be considered for one of the one of those bowl games but everyone's considered for a bowl game this year despite uh, a winning record so as you know every saturday uh, i announce a, a, a ranking uh, so tomorrow i will be doing my top 10 favorite Colts of all time 
FYI, I will not include Peyton Manning in this list. So I just want to give you a heads up. I will not include Peyton Manning in this list. The reason why, anyone who's a Coles fan had Peyton as one of their favorite players. We know that's the generic favorite one. So I will explain that. Uh, but So I will be announcing my top 10, not including Peyton because you know what? He's there. We all, all have him. But I'm going to be doing my top 10 favorite Colts players uh, with that list tomorrow as well. Remember my picks for week 8. I'll just repeat my games again. Colts and Lions, Chiefs and Jets, Titans and Bengals, Rams and Dolphins, Seahawks and 49ers. I will explain, every, I'll explain my picks and as well as more reasoning behind my top 10 favorite Colts. Why am I not bringing Manning into it? Why am I choosing the Colts? All that will be revealed on Saturday's show. Uh, so thank you for listening to the podcast for tonight. So just remember, rankings, picks for tomorrow. I'll also do any updates on college ball, uh, MLB, NHL, uh, soccer, NBA, uh, as well as golf too. Because guess what? The major Masters are coming up, the final major of the year. And we finish off the Masters this year, and we kick off with the Masters next year for this first major. So exciting for golf. But uh, Tomorrow, I'll give updates on most recent sports, uh, and especially with NBA, uh, NHL, MLB, especially with all this free agency and changes. Uh, but I'll give you more updates in regards to that. But uh, now, going forward, looking like a little bit more football, free agency in regards to the NBA. I'll give updates tomorrow in the world of sports like I do for every episode. So thank you again for listening to the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Have a great Friday night. Enjoy your Halloween. Enjoy your weekend. Take care.